good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you decide to listen to this damn thing. As long as you're listening. This is the Coffee and Gondrello Podcast. I'm Yasin Bonds. I'm Saeed. I'm Shadley Tesai. Hello, I'm Brad from behind the camera. And we've we've kicked Brad out of this damn podcast podcast because he's got he's got germs. And if you're listening to this, please put on a mask. Uh, <laughs> we we promote good hygiene, yeah. We made Brad fuck off. <laughs> uh, so today, uh, before we get into the episode, uh, what do you guys? What happened in the last week? What are you guys playing? Um, actually, I haven't played anything like this week. I've been taking it easy. It's just life has come at me too fast. So. Yeah, I just watched Saltburn this week and yeah, it's a, it's a trip, eh? Also, uh, we are holding Shadley accountable this week because he must look at the fucking mic when he fucking speaks or so. They, they tell me to look at the mic. You eh? you look, you look just looked away <laughs> now as we said it. So, so here's what I was going to say. You say, you say, you, you say, nah, I must look at the mic. But then you're gonna say I must look at the camera. No, I, too. I, I never. Not once did I say you must look at the camera. I said you must look at the damn mic. Okay, so. I look at the mic. <laughs> also, Saltburn catches up. Yeah, it's. I feel like it is a little overhyped. It's a good movie, but a little overhyped. There's that that shock value. Yeah, go watch it. Check it out. It's not gonna be for everyone. And there's a dick in it. <laughs> yeah, at several points, there's there is nudity. Of the penile guy. <laughs> anyway, and then Said, I've uh, I recently re-downloaded WWE Supercard. Um, it's bad, but I haven't spent any money in it, and I'm not gonna because it's a game that in the past I spent way too much money on. But then I realized uh, it's pointless to spend money on stuff like that because the cards that you buy and you spend so much money on after like three months they're worthless it's true so, so it is getting so, a, is addiction back he sees no, this no, now I, I'm, I, two weeks time he's like you are both this because guys. I'm so because I'm so far behind the top tier in the game it's pointless for me to like spend money in the game also because it, it's, it's low key boring it's a it's not a it's not a fun game yeah but I just need something to do it's an admin game I just need something to do with my hands <laughs> when I, like before I fall asleep like I just lay in bed and I play super card there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. I, I <laughs> like to say we're all like, being like mature and we're ignoring this. It's fine. We <laughs> you, are being you adults You can make here. the joke at home. That's for you. Yeah. But and also, obviously, Fortnite playing with my friends. The game is still running ass on my laptop, but nice. I'm, I'm still playing. I learned to factor in the lag and the dropping frames when I play. So that's why, like, when I finally get something that can run at liquor, I'm going to be unstoppable at that game. So you're basically like Neo in the Matrix. Like you're just seeing code. You were like, I'm like, I'm like Goku. At the moment, yeah. he's beginning to believe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Goku in the chamber, bro. Like it's just loading. It's just loading. One day, I hope you, I hope you get the machine that can play it soon. When I, when I get it, when I get it, you're playing Fortnite on seven thousand gravity, like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad, what have you been up to? Uh, so yeah, I've been, been yeah, I've been sick. So I, I took a, I took a day. Not that I needed a day, but to play uh, God of War Valhalla, and flip like. It took a while for it to click with me, but when it clicked, I was like, oh, damn, this is the game. Like, Also, because it's been about a year since I played uh, Ragnarok, so it took me a while to get used to like the combos again and the combat and everything like that. But what, what, like, it's, it's Hades. It's, it, it's Hades, but in the God of War universe. So, oh, snap, that's a lot. Then. And, yeah. what, and it's a free DLC. It's free. DLC. It's free. Yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun. Like, and, and it, Shadley said it before in the, in like the full review, but it just it brings the law of the the Greek trilogy of God of War into the new Norse mythology of God of War. It like blends them together. There's old characters. There's explanations of what Kratos did in the first three games. If you're very good, it can take you two hours easily. Oh shit! Um, but it took me about five to be honest yeah. with you. Um, a loser. Yeah, but it's cool. Now you can go, like now that I've finished the story, so to speak, of, of Valhalla, you can go back in and perfect it and get more skills and unlock more things. It's really, really cool. Yeah, you can like just basically play it endlessly like Hades. Yeah, and I, uh, I've also been, for a long time, I've been watching uh, This Is Us on Disney+. Plus. Yo, what a show. I it's the most much. emotional <laughs> damn thing I've ever seen yo. in my life. Like, yo, That's manipulative at the point. I ride huh? for that show ridiculously. <laughs> Even, firstly... The plot twist in the first episode got me, I think, more than mo- yeah. more than 
more than uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Uh, what you? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yo, that I did not expect that. And then just the way that first season got me, I actually couldn't go to season two because f- season one was so draining. Yeah, but the, yeah. Uh, you don't even like, know how mad it gets. But I finished it. Dude, have you not? Is that how far yeah, you got? Yeah, I just got season one. And I'm on. Like, I'm on more. season. We're on season four now, and there's six seasons in total. Yeah. And dude, like the way they build something from season, they like plant a seed in season one, and then in season three it only grows yeah. the plant, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. And like, so you're building up to this thing the whole time. They've now dropped a bombshell at the end of season three, which is probably only going to happen at, in the final episode. What was it? Basically, it goes very far into the future, and the mom's lying in the hospital bed. Oh, um, but yeah. now she's like in her 90s or something. So, yeah. oh shit, dude, it's yeah. They're like just in the season like, like that, bruh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like it's wild for like one show to uh, also whoever's doing the makeup did a great job. Absolutely, she's amazing. Like Mandy just plays like like three different ages, like wildly different ages, yeah. and she does it like without or, and like, the, flawlessly. Yeah, and the de aging of the dad when they go back to his past, yeah. uh, like there's like a Vietnam storyline when he was in Vietnam and obviously the actor who plays him is in his 40s but now he's in his 20s in Vietnam yeah. and it looks smooth it's like Marvel level de-aging it's like yeah, pretty yeah, crazy yeah. really cool show like and the, the the description on Disney plus doesn't do it, the show justice I, I think it's something like tells the story of three people born on the same day and I'm yeah. like that's cuck boring yeah. and then we watched <laughs> it and then you realize what that actually means yeah, it's really yeah. really good you but should watch so it but you're so lucky that you can watch it in one go but I had yeah. to wait because I started watching like season one and I had to wait every time for like the episodes oh, wow. and when that season breaks was so long it was I think that's also another reason why again some, there's some shows I love and as soon as the season break is too long you drop off you're never seeing me again because then when yeah. the season does start again, I'll watch like maybe a month later and then I'll watch again season one and season two. Season one, the first season to get into season two. Exactly. Again. I need like a recap. I, I was going to say that's your ADHD. That's like, <laughs> I've got other things to do. Yeah, I have things. Other do, you know, do you know what really got me like that is the show Dark on Netflix? Yes. Not very like, It's so good. But then there was like a long, it's the most complicated damn show ever. And then yeah, after. It's, it's, it's like. You can't even explain it without no, confusing you, people. It's time travel. It's everything. And it's all in German as well, which is even more confusing. <laughs> it sounds like they're shouting at you the whole time. And then... You feel like you're at work. I can... <laughs> I can <laughs> Brad works for a German company, just as context. Brad loves um, his Germans. But, but I couldn't get into season three at all because or season four, whatever the final season is. Just because there's so much you have to remember from season one that you watched uh, yeah, three years ago or something. It's too much. There's, there's like a lot of like storylines and beats that yeah. they bring up and you're like... Wait, what's going on here? So you're like, I need to rewatch. You actually have to rewatch the whole show before you watch the final season. We we even tried like Netflix as like a recap on their like nah, YouTube it's, page. It's not worth it. Doesn't work. Like it doesn't, really. it doesn't cover enough for you to like remember what's going on. So this week I did not play any games. This week I just played myself. Um, I watched uh, Abbott Elementary, the oh, new that's season. A season great show. It's such a good show. Just also these like small nuances that they. That I was watching because I started watching from season one again, and then I just it just happened to be in season three, and I was like, "Oh, we got new episodes. <laughs> Are we in for the good times?" Like the small things was that then I watched. Uh, uh, um, Quinta was on Hot Ones this week as well, and the, she was mentioning small things that I I thought I noticed, and then that, then like she but you you, you weren't sure at that point. Yeah, like, like oh. in the beginning, she like she used to dress for sin, like she was a for sinner character, and then. Now in the new season, she's almost like a little cooler. And then they were like, yeah, because people watch YouTube and they in touch with TikTok. So they start seeing what trends are. And they were like, they never showed us that. But the, all the characters mm. just started becoming more in touch because the world does that. And I was like, it's such a small thing. Then on a side note, I also saw that Goonies, you know, the Goonies movie. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the pool that they, the, 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 where the ship is. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. That's under the uh, that's under the set of Abbott Elementary. The Abbott Elementary studio is actually filmed on top of Goonies. That's cool. Yeah, that, it's a small thing. That's a weird random fact. Isn't it? <laughs> and um, what else did I watch? I watched Griselda on Netflix. Um, it's like a mob lady mob boss vibe. Oh, I've I've seen that. Apparently, she was the oh. only person to make um, Pablo Escobar scared. She yeah, it's a, it's a good show, and I feel like a lot of people hated on from the reviews I saw in the last couple of weeks. But it's not. It's not bad. Like, it's also one of, you know, those shows where you, it's based on true facts. So everything that you're watching, you're just Googling to go, 
is this? Did it really yeah. did it happen like this? Yeah, like you watch the crown and you go, did Prince Charles do this guy? <laughs> like that becomes the whole show. But at the same time, yes. it's a good show. It's super violent. Um, and it's, there's a lot of plot holes, but at the same time, I, I was entertained by it. And I feel like, just be entertained by Kak, man. Stop questioning all this nonsense. <laughs> anyway, because <laughs> I feel like a lot of time when people crit stuff, they crit and they take the fun out of the show yeah. that you must you, be with. You start nitpicking and yeah. you nitpick the wrong things. And then it's like... Yeah, I feel like it's also just because like Sofia Vergara was cast. Yeah. And it's just like, people are probably like, why is she not speaking in a... Well, she's speaking in a... Yeah, but like, she... She's Why is she not being like her character in Modern Family or whatever? And I'm it's like, she's a good actress. And look at the makeup they did on her no. and stuff like that. They she's, also, she's not like a like the sexy character she is in Modern Family. No, exactly. She's just like this lady that does. Like, she's just like, I'll fuck everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets these men like to just hype her and she hypes them and she just causes the world of nonsense for everybody. Maybe it was just the name of the series. Like, Griselda sounds like your mom's like yeah. friend that comes <laughs> over. But also, she do not look like the actual Griselda. Oh, I saw, did you see the tweet about your... <laughs> So let's get into today's episode. We are doing Game of the Year 2002. Shadley, what happened in 2002? Okay, what do you remember from 2002 quickly? I remember learning how to write. I was in grade one. <sighs> we are in the midst of children, yeah. But also, he's still old. In I'm glad my nephew plays with Aida on Fortnite because he's a Delta and he's old. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I do not, I, I don't, I have no context for the year. I feel like the year just happened. And you, Brad, you remember anything? I mean, I, I probably do, but I don't remember that it happened in 2002. You know what I mean? I'm but there. the point is, I just remember that I was in grade seven, I think. Mm. And that's about it, really. So, do you guys remember a show called American Idol? Yo. A show that would consume our country Shit. and we are dying to be free of Idol. Did it start in 2002? It debuted in 2002. Wow. I also think that was the start of fast art. Because every year they turned out new people and you go, I'm done with you. Next one, give me the hype, give me the hype. Give me. Yeah. And it's it was a great system because it turned out some big people, but at the same time... Yo, it also washed out so many people <laughs> who like had the potential and it just took them out. Uh, to was that American Idol? American Idol launched in 2002. Because this was like that big wave, you know, Big Brother, Survivor came out like the, the previous year. So it was like all reality TV. What, was UK Idol first? Yeah, Pop yeah, Idol. UK, yeah, Pop it was Idol Pop was Idol. original. Yeah, yeah, yeah with... Um, well, yeah. Well, well young. young. Yeah. Gareth Gates. When Simon Cowell still had like a discernible face. Now it's yeah. just like a flat. <laughs> Punchable boy. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that, that show took over the world. And to this day, South Africans, we are crying for freedom yeah. from yeah. Idol. Idols, didn't Idols end this year? Last year? I think I last year was the last one. Are we free? Are we free? Yeah, the last, one, the last one. Yeah. So in terms of music, we also got Eminem's debut. Not album, not debut album, but we got the Eminem show, and that blew out, blew up, and that was with without me cleaning out my closet, sing for the moment. So Eminem was oh, so that's the goat, that's the goat album, eh? Yeah, that is the goat album of Eminem. Well, look, he's still like even his worst albums aren't like terrible. By it's also when people yeah. have discs, man's no, and then as soon as you make so with it, and then the song stop. You guys didn't even see the shake, <laughs> just a, and then the whole song stop. Now, uh, so you. <laughs> You literally just walked with a discman like this. Like you couldn't the advertise the like you could put it on your hip. The discman didn't work if you had it on your hip. You must it still and listen. This man clip couldn't hold the discman to your belt. It didn't work. No support. That just quickly that unlocked a memory of two thousand two. So now I do remember something. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Walkman, but the um Eminem show coming out. Like my my mom wouldn't buy it for me. <laughs> my parents wouldn't buy it for me. So it like really? I convinced my mom, can't I just buy the single of Without Me? And then, I feel like Brad uh, was the child that Eminem spoke about in Without Me. <laughs> <laughs> Little aliens, kids feeling rebellious, parents listen to Elvis. Exactly. <laughs> <was> speaking to Brad. <laughs> and then one of the one of the lines is, fuck you, Debbie. And my, yeah. and my mom's just like, oh, I'm not buying you the album now. Like, Damn it. <laughs> at least you got the single out of it. Exactly. You got something. Also, we were at karaoke with Sami. Uh, shout out to Sami and Sami could wrap the word for word out of the thing. Really? It was beautiful to watch. Anyway, carry on. So, so, so can I, on by the, the way. Show and then you must, you must vice us, you do it. Sami and Brad are going to do it. Do it. <laughs> and then in terms of movies, 
Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers came out. The Born Identity came out. I thought out. Two Towers came out in 2001. No, no that was The Fellowship. Oh, no, that was... Because they dropped, they, they dropped a movie a year. Carry on. They dropped a whole ass movie a year. It was... A one was Fellowship. A two was yeah. Two Towers. A three was uh, Return of the King. Which is actually crazy. And, they, and they're all bangers. Born Identity, The Ring... You probably haven't watched it because you're Bangbrook. Yep. And Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire so Wow. Do you remember that story? I remember that. So we block booked um, tickets for Spider-Man as a group of boys, uh, young boys. We were so excited. And then also those were tickets we bought, I think like months before. Because it was Spider-Man. It was the first superhero movie that we had in years, right? Yeah, it was like X-Men before that, like two years before yeah. that, but like Spider-Man looked super jazz and then uh, two days before I got asked to go to that something with Mark um, Shuttleworth and you basically oh, Shuttleworth you Foundation. basically could go to like they had it at one school where you could all like go watch him be in space and you could ask him questions so they choose, chose like a few other kids and then I was of the few that got chosen to go to the event it was only like I think like a hundred kids from Cape Town got to like watch him and like of the hundred, only five of us could ask questions. I didn't ask him a question, but I chose Mark Shuttleworth over Toby Maguire Yo. at the premiere. And I gave my ticket to my brother-in-law. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. That's I, I a feel wild like, I feel like Mark Shuttleworth was what Elon Musk thinks he is. Like a good person <laughs> with money and space. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there was a time when you heard about that bra every day. Yeah. And then I didn't hear about him for the past like 17 years. If you guys Man, know where Shuttleworth probably. is. <laughs> is he still alive? I, I have no idea. Mark? Are you are you out there? He had many still in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And look, it's not as big a year as like a one in terms of like those pop culture moments. But let's get into the top 10 games. So, well, it's actually like top 11 because, yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. So, we got Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I mean, we have a whole episode on it. Metroid Prime came out. Uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind came out. Zelda The Wind Waker came out. Splinter Cell came out. Battlefield 1942. Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Super Mario Sunshine. It's a banger. Animal Crossing and Warcraft 3. I so feel like that Animal Crossing is not the Animal Crossing we got now, like on Switch. I feel like they... Yeah, but it started... No, the, it was the start of a game. Was that the first one? I think so, yes. What That's middle of one was that? Allied Assault. Um, I think there was like two that came out that year. Because I remember Frontline, which yeah. I did the Normandy landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just like... Saving Private Ryan yes. was also out. And you just like... You I get to play this, and then you're like. Also, that Yo. opening scene was intense because as you're walking on the on the beach, you're just seeing people getting shot, <laughs> you're getting shot constantly. You can't even you, dodge the bullet. You're like, I'm like fighting for my life already. But yeah, that was when Middle of Honor actually like meant something, and then yeah, since then I you can't kill Middle of Honor. I think so. No. Yeah. I think between Battlefield and and Call of Duty, they killed it. Middle of Honor just never. It's like Nokia. They just never kept up. Yeah, yeah. And then they and then they buy like why why they could have been great. <laughs> then what else is there? Is that it? So that is just like the top ten. Then for like honorable mentions, we have Neverwinter Nights, Freedom Fighters, Mecha Salt, uh, 007 Nightfire, which I will be talking also, about. Also, sadly, it's Mech Assault. <laughs> Not make assault. There's a <laughs> make assault. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's from Maka. Who does talking about <laughs> spice your food? <laughs> it's make assault. Yeah, you must put it in, in during Ramadan. Um, <laughs> time splitters too. Oh snaps! Uh, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, Age of Mythology. I don't really remember that one. Ratchet and Clank, the first one. Wow. And Super Monkey Ball Two, which I also don't really remember. I remember about one being like. I feel like part one was a, uh, a Nintendo game on PlayStation. Yes. Because it felt just like fun. It felt like it, um, it had a full full guys. Full guys. Yeah, had full guys feeling on PlayStation. Yeah, and then there's like a mix of of like what was rated game of the year. So I think Vice City, obviously. That was Yeah. That 
definitely was up cool there. Cool of cool. Yeah, and then on top of that, Morrowind actually came out pretty high and Warcraft 3. I don't, mm. remember, I don't know Morrowind. I really yeah. want to play those games. Like those I, older I think games. like we weren't like really into like the PC scene at that mm. time. Yeah. Like we were very much like console gamers and like the PC scene was very limited. So mm. why were you guys not, was it just, was P, were the PCs expensive? Was it yeah. just a the, thing we that... We didn't have PC money. PCs yeah. came from your parents. You couldn't just go well, waste them. The other, thing, daddy, with, the other thing with PC money is that it's not, you're buying one part of like a grand, right? Which is your, yeah. it, it's your, your graphics card. Then you must buy this, then you must buy that. And it almost, it was much more than console, but also that thing of, I feel like parents didn't understand going, well, must have spent a lot of pieces where I can buy your console and you're done. Yeah. And I think that's where console, the, between the console wars took off over PC because of those things. I also think like that time people used to buy like pre-made PCs like a lot. Like you yeah. go to like Credible Connection and Chaos Computers. Chaos Computers and they're like, here's a PC, it costs so much. Okay, we'll buy that. Yeah. And then you're loving and you're like, lick a PC and then it's like, you can't play the games you want to play, but, but you can't complain either. And because PCs back then were only used for work, everything else you're wasting money. Now, because you go, if we were editing videos and stuff like that, you go, nice. that's, that's, that wasn't your job. That was just for, that's for you that's wasting for money. Mark. What are you doing? So I think that's where uh, pieces fell behind in terms of who was playing games and what. Yeah. Uh, those are, look, like people didn't have pieces like, like we have today. Yeah. Everybody has. Back then, there was still a lot of people now had to go to school to use a computer and That's stuff. True. <laughs> and that was a thing. Also with Morrowind, I think it was only PC and Xbox, like OG Xbox. Yeah. So we didn't have it on like PS1 or 2 or whatever. Yeah. And we didn't have the Xbox OG in South Africa either. So Morrowind, I think especially in this country, just kind of came and went. Mm. Um, and then it only really with Oblivion, I think, did the Elder Scrolls <laughs> pick up year by us. And then obviously Skyrim. Yeah, because like Oblivion was like on everything, yeah. yeah. So like people started playing it. It was my first introduction to Elder Scrolls. Oh, to Elder Scrolls, yeah. Because yeah. I know of people who played Morrowind, but it's like they had like a liquor fancy PC and then you like, you lend it and then you put it on and yeah. the PC is like, no, bruh, no. Now your cell phone can run it easily. <laughs> it's also on, it's on uh, Game Pass. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, the, the OG Xbox uh, emulated version is on Game Pass. So I'm, I'm very keen to try it out, actually. Find it and tell us. Yeah. Brad, tell uh, us if it holds up. Well, uh, actually, you don't know if it holds up, but mm. like, go try it. Are you going to go from Starfield to... Oh, no, even to Skyrim to Morrowind, yeah. it'll be like chalk and cheese. Okay, so let's get into our game of the year because we actually played the games... And like we love the time. We had the experience. Okay, even this child, yeah, had the experience. This I, child of mine. Yeah, well, the <laughs> games that I have, I also only played. I think like in two thousand and five. Yeah, we, we have to make concessions <laughs> for this. I, but they were from that year, so it counts. No, but that's the thing. Also, I feel like games during that time lasted. Yeah, you, mm. you could play a game that was like five years old, and you yeah. didn't feel like yo, I'm playing a game that's five years old. But also, I think the console held held games for longer as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Were you? What's your game of the year? So I'm first going to do my honorable mentions because I feel like I'm going to talk about my game of the year for a bit. Honorable mentions, I'm going to say, quick one, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Play that, obviously, only on the emulator um, on PC. Shout out Visual Boy Advance. Oh, best. Played that. Never finished the game. Always because I used to love the first few stages. Just played that and then because I had like... 500 GBA games. I would only play like a game for 10 minutes and then play the next one. Only games I finished, I think, were like Golden Sun. I don't even know which one. But then also, I think Golden Sun was when there was like permadeath. Then oh, one yeah. of my characters died and I was like, yo, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> You're like, but he's my brother. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't saving as often as I should have. And then obviously I also finished Pokemon on there. But, um, and then my other honorable mention is Nightfire, James Bond. 007, yeah. I played that. Also, I got the PC format demo. Only could only play the first level, but it was the coolest thing ever because you could you could use like all of his gadgets whenever you wanted. Like it wasn't like oh you can only use the the, the watch the, the here. Watch. Yeah. You could use it wherever, and you could shoot lasers with the watch, and then you could like break locks with it. Nice. And like cool. I only I play that same level so many times, but I don't know like what the game is. I, <laughs> I never <laughs> played like, further, but I would love to actually like. Look here, what console was it? It wasn't PC. So the, it wasn't PC, and it wasn't PS2. 
and I think it was on Xbox as well. Mm. Maybe even N64. Maybe I don't. I, I don't truly know. don't know. Yeah. I just I I only know James Bond and N64. Yeah, that's the only two. But Nightfire was like liquor up. I played it and I remember it was like it was like a fun FPS. Yeah. And apparently there was a thing also with if you have a, P- had a PS2 version of it, there was like something you could do where you, it could hack your PS2 for you. Like it, you could oh. play copied games if you had a Nightfire thing. There's like this whole long thing. Jeez. I don't know enough about it. But that's why like there was a time when the PS2 copies of the game were like really valuable because you could do, if you had like a certain like serial number or something like that, I think you could... No, but you put you put that game in and then you start the game and then you take it out and then you put the copied game in and the copied game would work or something like that. Now you like see, that. no? This sounds like way too much effort. No. No, but this the thing is, if like you had it, James Bond would do. <laughs> like, like, but it sounds like too much effort or so. I, I, I love that it could do that. No, I'm But yeah, I, I, I've never seen it with my own eyes. I don't know if it's true. Also, I have no idea how somebody would have thought to do this. Yeah. But that's, yeah. How, but that's how the stories were back in the day. Like somebody just told you like, yeah, if you do this. It will happen. Something amazing would happen. I just saw now it wasn't N64, it was GameCube. Ah, yeah. so it was on all those consoles of that generation. And then Game Boy Advance for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, GameCube, does that mean you think I can get it for the company? Yeah. Yeah, you should be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start, it's time. Yeah, yeah. I'll, download it, I'll download it later. Okay, and but then what's, what's your game of the my year? My actual game of the year is FIFA 2003. It was bound to happen. A FIFA is always bound to happen. First FIFA game I played. I think I played it for the first time like in 2000. It had to be 2005 because I went from that game to FIFA 06. (laughs) What a jump. (laughs) Like immediately. My uncle just just gave me like a burn DVD with FIFA 06 on it. And I played that FIFA 06 until like 2010. On what did you play? On PC. I played on PC. Do you know how junk FIFA is on PC? With with auto controller. You can't even run diagonally, bro. Like you had to. But back then, for keyboard, it was kind of it kind of worked. You press you hold shift to sprint. Yeah, shift to sprint. S was passed. D shoot. Yeah, exactly. A was to chip the ball. W threw ball. Like it worked. But like you can't go back to it now. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. No, it's no, gone yeah. too far. No. I also I remember playing FIFA on Anna's father's PC. <laughs> yeah. But then both of us played on the same keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So the one played on the on the direct on the like numbers, I, yeah. and then we played I played yeah, on the side. That's how I used to play Mame. Yeah. When you were in a, but I played Mame, and then somebody <laughs> like I would I was always on he numpad. Must, and my my, my, neighbor, and my neighbor always had to play on the W, <laughs> and you just had to make it work. Shout out yeah. to the WAs. And yeah, also, now, I went back to FIFA 06, like, not too long ago. Now. I remember that game looking so smooth and everything. And then you see it. And it's like, I can count how many pixels <laughs> on this brass face. Or you could, or when you see a, a, a player's face, then you can see, like, they just took a picture. Yeah. And they put that picture. On a like, block. On a block. Uh, yeah. And then that's supposed to be, like, Chavi. Like, the, it's not. <laughs> they, um, the Mortal Kombat, the main They just took a photo and they were like, yeah. That was was yeah, that, that's that all they so could bad. do at that time. <laughs> But also, but so many people. Back then, we were like, these graphics are fire. Like, oh, it yeah. was. I was yeah. on the field. I was real. <laughs> what was the songs of uh, 2003? Did it have the, the I music? Don't, I don't even know if the demo F- came. The I don't know if the I've, demo came with the song. I don't remember any songs on the demo. So I'm looking through the soundtrack here. <clears throat> I'll probably, we'll probably recognize it by listening more than like yeah, the names. Yeah. A lot of these I don't recognize at all. The only one is complicated, like a, a remix from Avril Lavigne. Interesting. That, that I don't remember because I also played, oh, and Miss Dynamite. That was on there, according to this. No, and it's on the I Spotify playlist that. and everything. Don't you know that song? No. No, I don't know that song. I think it's the way you're singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I did, I, I it, thought I did pretty well there, to be honest with you. Put some heart into it. Can I play us the song? No, but also, later. it wasn't yeah. like an official demo that I got. Like, oh, you were I, playing the demo also. It was the demo. I only had the demo version, bro. It was the demo. And we played that game every day, all the time. And it was like a demo limited to three, three minutes. There was two teams only. And also, it wasn't even like an official demo. I didn't get it from like Nag or something. I got it like from my cousin on a DVD. And it was like, <laughs> it was that. And then there was a corrupted version of like NHL 2002 that like only ever worked like sometimes and with, <laughs> with one the, team. With the stars aligned. Yeah. And then, yeah, anyway. But then the FIFA demo, it was just that that I installed. And there were two teams in the game. Arsenal, Real Madrid. That was all. No? My neighbor. That's how old the game is. Arsenal yeah. was still good. My neighbor. <laughs> Uh, you're testing Shadley's team, yeah. 
I don't support Arsenal. Oh, sorry. I thought you support Arsenal. <laughs> no, I don't. No, he's just a loser like them. Oh. So, anyways, <laughs> there was two teams. My neighbor, his uncle supported Arsenal, so he had to be Arsenal. So I was just, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Real Madrid. I didn't know anything about soccer teams or anything. And from that game, that's the reason why I support Real Madrid to this day. Like I chose Real Madrid when I was like in grade one as my team. I didn't know that they were. I didn't know they had history. I didn't know they were quiet. <laughs> I didn't know any players. It was just like this is the team that I always play with. This is gonna be my team for life, and they still my team to this day. That's nice. great. So yeah, that's my game of the year. So so it is also trying to tell us that when Real Madrid was quiet, he was there before the time. So yeah. is a hipster. If anything you want to know about Said is a hipster. He was I was cool just before the school. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just that's why it's my game of the year because that, I think that's also part of why I like soccer so much to this day. So. I would, I would like to correct that. It's not his game of the year. It's the demo of the year. <laughs> that that only the needed the, the demo. <laughs> That's the thing. You only need a demo to change your life. <laughs> can Can you remember who was on the cover for O three? Yo, I don't know. Wasn't it was a blank? This I, yeah, uh, I true, 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 I think true, like true, I think like Henry showed up when you when it loaded or. Well, yeah. So Henry, Henry's, Henry's there behind you on FIFA O four. Yeah. So on the cover was uh, Ryan Giggs, Edgar Davids, and Roberto Carlos. Oh, that's uh, a fire. Yeah. But it's so funny. Roberto Colas is in his Brazil kit. Giggs is in United and Edgar David's in uh, Juventus. So I don't know what yeah. the, the rights were there. Maybe they didn't have rights to the Real Madrid brand or something yeah, like that's that. Right. But that's possible. Yeah. And then also did, because it was also a thing where not all the FIFAs had the World Cups. They, no, they, they sold the World Cup games as like a separate yeah. thing. Yeah. But, but there was yeah. also a time where you could go through the tournaments and then the World Cup was one of the tournaments also. I think you could create your own tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just looking at the FIFA 04 cover behind you. Ronaldinho is also in his Brazil uh, Mm. uniform. And then Henri's in Arsenal and Dal Piero's in Juventus. That's where. Yeah, that's where they were most famous from. Because you go on, uh, uh, Ronaldinho wasn't famous outside of Brazil. I guess so. No, he was. But I go like as a main stage player. Was he at Barcelona in 04 or was he still at PSG? He was probably still, I think he was moving from PSG to Barcelona. uh, I think in that year. We've just become a football podcast. It's like we tricked you. (laughs) Brad, since you are sick, what is your game of the year? Um, Okay, so I've, I've got two honorable mentions. Um... The one is Hitman 2, Silent Assassin. Two Hitman 2 Furious. Two Hitman 2 Furious. That was for me also, I got it from a, a demo, a PS2 demo disc. And I played that. I didn't know, I know my game of the year last time was Hitman 1. <laughs> but I had never played a Hitman game until I played Hitman 2. And then I only played Hitman 1 after that. Oh, um, Which is also interesting because I feel like that time it was very really difficult to go back on games. Yeah, but but as you said earlier, it's almost like there wasn't such a huge leap. Mm. But mm. but Hitman One is I mean Hitman Two is leaps and bounds better oh, than than yeah, the first yeah. one. But anyway, so I played the the demo, which is just the first level of the game, and then I realized like how cool the game is because you could just you could you could play the level how you wanted to. So there's a door there that you could go into, or you could go here and knock this dude out and uh, steal his uniform and pick up a. I remember in the in this the first level, you you put your guns in like a, a grocery uh, box that the grocery guys like delivering to the house. Yeah, yeah. You knock him out, hide him behind the car, put your guns in the grocery delivery thing, nice. then you then you sneak in through the guards, then change your uniform again. We need to actually bring back demo games because I feel like a lot of times you're buying games and they shit. Give me the first level of the game. Yeah, the demo. but uh, especially like now these days, you you choose the demo you want to play. But back then, like with Said and now with me, like yeah. you just. You got a disc? Yeah, exactly. And then it sold me on Hitman. I'm still like a massive Hitman fan to this day. But yeah, so Hitman 2, Silent Assassin is an honorable mention. My other honorable mention, and it's only an honorable mention because I only played it very recently. So my other honorable mention is the GameCube remake of Resident Evil 1. And I I mentioned the GameCube remake because it wasn't a GameCube exclusive back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That completely overhauled Resident Evil 1. Um, They made it a pretty much a completely different game. It's the same story. It's the same levels, but like voice acting was <laughs> so much better, <laughs> better graphics. They added new things like the crimson heads. Yes. So even if you kill a zombie later on, if you walk past him in the house, they might jump up again and they're like a little bit more super powered. <laughs> so you have to burn them when you kill them in this new remake, but you only have limited gasoline and lighted flight to fluid and stuff like that. So good. And yeah, I, I mean, I, the reason why it's on my list is because I went back to it on Xbox and 
I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed a lot more of the modern Resident Evil games, mm. even though when I played it, the game was 20 years old. You're talking about five and six. 100%, yeah. <laughs> and zero, and well, zero was about the same time. But anyway, and at one stage, I wasn't even going to play it, and at one stage, it was just free on Xbox, but not Game Pass, just on the Microsoft Store. It was just for free. So I downloaded it and I was like sold. Drugs. The first one is it's free. free. <laughs> you pay for the rest of it. Oh, do you know what I just remembered now? It wasn't on Xbox that I played it first. It was on GameCube. So I bought the GameCube version. Like Did you have a, a GameCube? No, no, no. So, um, so I bought the GameCube version a very long time ago. It was on sale. I bought it at like a flea market, I think, or something, right? But then I didn't have a GameCube, so whatever. Silly. Um, you put it in hope. Yeah. But then I got a Wii and the Wii could play GameCube games. Oh. But then I needed a GameCube memory card. Yes. Now at oh. this stage, there's no GameCube memory cards for sale in South Africa. Yeah. But then I, a couple of years ago, I jailbroke my Wii. Nice. We're going to shout out to, to yeah. the jailbreakers uh, later. But can <laughs> and, then you, and then you could create a virtual uh, memory card on the SD card that you plug into the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Wii. Yes. And then I'm like, oh shit, now I can play Resident Evil. And then I played it with an original GameCube controller on Great. the Wii. Because the GameCube controllers could plug into yeah. the Wii as well. Oh, that's a win. The, the Did Wii you? was actually a super uh, super console. It I really think. was, yeah. And I feel like it was so fun, but um, it could do everything. Yeah. And it had four uh, game, um, GameCube yes. yeah. controllers as well. Yeah. Was, wasn't there like a, a rail shooter Resident Evil game also? Did you play that one on the Wii? Survivor. I didn't. Yeah, Survivor, hey? There, I, was, there I, was two that, that came out. So there was... Survivor, which came out like on PS1, and then there was, I think there was a Survivor 2 that came mm. out on that. Yeah, they I, are horrible. no, that was back in the day where I had to buy my own games, you know what I mean? When I got my uh, Wii, yeah. so I had to research before buying it, and a lot of people were saying, Don't, no, so. they're horrible. But now you should download it for the jailbreak, that's then. true, anyway. But so the Resident Evil uh, 1 remake, even though I played it two years ago, it's my honorable one of my honorable mentions for 02. But my game of the year is GTA Vice City. It just has to be for me. Like we spoke about it a lot in last week's episode. Blazers and pushed up sleeves. Yeah. yeah. But for me and every Grand Theft Auto game, like I've got a specific like core memory attached to it in a way. Um, so GTA 3 was, I was not allowed to play it. And my cousin and I snuck into like my, my older cousin's like computer room when we were having a braai and we would like go around and do a little rampage with GTA 3. Vice City, when that came out, I was a little bit older. My mom wouldn't buy me Eminem, but I could play Vice City. Because she didn't know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, my computer couldn't run it. So my, co- my, my same cousin, uh, shout out to Kurt. Uh, shout out to the cousins that keep so... <laughs> <laughs> so Kurt and I used to walk down to the internet cafe down the road from my house and pay like, I think it was like 20 bucks for an hour. Nice. The and we just play Vice City. Um, did you guys each play or did you take turns on the same And We were each in our little cubicle. So we'd play Vice City and then we were both mind blown and we'd walk home like or cycle home. Like, did you, could you see you could like blow the guy's heads off and the blood stains on the floor? And we were like so shout excited. Out, shout out to the, to the computer stores that also let us play violent games that we weren't allowed to play. <laughs> Brabi on the counter could not give a damn. He was just like, go play, whatever. Um, just don't break my PCs. And then um, there was even one stage where Kurt and I were like, we went to the guy, we like hatched this plan. We went to the guy behind the counter. We were like, can't we quickly like take the discs home? Because he had the cover behind, he had like the cover behind yeah, his yeah. thing there. We're like, can't we quickly take the discs home? I want to copy it so I can play it at home or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or save it for later or something like that. The guy was like, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, eventually I got a PC upgrade and then uh, could play Vice City. So maybe it was late in 2002 or even 03. But yeah. Man, like as you as we spoke about last week, and as we said, like it's, it was just such a good leap from GTA Three to Vice City. There's motorbikes now. There's like the the colorful Miami style lights. Yeah. The 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 protagonist has a voice, and it's voiced by Ray Liotta. And like it's basically it it's basically Scarface, the video game, but in the Grand Theft Auto universe. Yeah, so good. And that was I, I still to this day I haven't finished GTA Three, but I finished Vice City like in that first sitting or not the same day, but like I finished, I started playing it. And then over the next few weeks, I, I clocked it. Vice City is Um, like a special place in my heart. It's it's really cool. It's such a good game. Like the music alone. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's a core memory. I think for most people that play games, it's uh, Vice 3 and Vice City. 
is a is a moment in in time. Yeah. yeah, it almost feels in a way like San Andreas. Like I know we didn't really speak about this in in this way in last week's episode, but like San Andreas, I, although it's part of that like 3D trilogy we called it, but three and Vice City feel like one version of that, and San Andreas is like a a little bit of a standalone because yeah, it's a yeah. bit more polished and a bit more. It's a bit bigger and and modern. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Vice City was amazing, and I mean, like, it's so cool. Like, there was the band in the game called it was Love Fist, I think. Yeah. Yes. And then they had their own music on the radio, um, but they were a completely made up band. Is it? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, they made up like stuff for the game. Yeah. Like, they went that far. But uh, yeah, I just I I really and still to this day, if I pick up Vice City, um, I've got it on. Not the not the new remakes or remasters or whatever. I haven't touched that on. Uh, don't. It's fine. Yeah, we don't need it. Uh, but I I <laughs> but bought it on. I think it was PS4, but I bought the PS2 version. Or it was PS3 oh. and I bought the PS2 version. Something like that. That's okay. um uh, digitally. I've got the PS2 version. Yeah, and I can play it on my PS2. But it's just better with the more modern actual controllers, not controls, but controllers. Um, and it's still it's. It's great, man. It's it's still so cool to get in there. There's there's a lot of junk, obviously, that we're not yeah. used to, especially after like GTA Five and the controllers and everything else. But you you sort of like learn to adapt, and you go, okay, exactly. You, this is what the level we're playing at. Yeah. Just shout out, you can get it on mobile if you have Netflix. Exactly, for free. If you have a Netflix account, it's for free. Yeah. For free. Yeah, and so yeah, I think Vice City is my game of the year over the other options, just because of the core memory and. Uh, uh, it might even be that San Andreas. Well, no, I have core members of San Andreas and four and five. But <laughs> yeah, we spoke about that last week as we'll well. Get then, to, so. We'll get to we'll get to the years we uh, San Andreas sticks they, they, yeah. they all have a special place. I just want to quickly give a shout down to the sh- shittiest mission in Grand Theft Auto history, which is in Vice City. We spoke. We kind of Yo. touched the surface with it last week, but that. Uh, that helicopter episode uh, uh, mission. That construction. What's it called? Don't the name. But it's that construction mission. We have to. You have to fly a helicopter. So the helicopter controls in every GTA game sucks. Like let's be, even <laughs> yes. five, it sucks. But now you have to take a remote control helicopter upstairs and while plant, const- while, and plant yeah. bombs on top of like barrels. And if they knock, then they explode. And, and then for some reason you can't just fly out of the building and go collect the next bomb. You have to go back down the stairs with the helicopter. While construction guys are coming at you, shooting at you or hitting you with poles. And then, but it was quite fun to like fly the helicopter and just (laughs) chop them down. But even if you're just about to plant the last bomb and your helicopter explodes or the timer runs out, you have to start the mission over again. From the beginning. They they did that on purpose. That's like the the mission I dread on every replay of GTA Vice City. When missions get that difficult. Then I go, I'm going to do other stuff. Yeah. Let me take a break. Let me go kill other people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got other things to do. But all the other missions in Vice City are amazing. And now a shout out to that last mission, which is basically the Scarface finale as well. It is. Um, so cool. And the, the twist in Vice City, I think it's been long enough. The twist of like Lance Vance, Lance Vance uh, betraying you. And now when you replay it, like there's the mission where you have to save him. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to save him now. Yeah. But you have to. We if know he's going to. You'll fail the mission. Um, did I see some sadness inside his face? Did I just no. spoil it for you? He said spoilers. Okay, no. fair enough. Yeah. Lance Vance, Vance's refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ian. So, um, yeah, 2002 was an interesting year. That's why the honorable mention is an interesting one. It's BMXXX. Uh, we Yo. were young teenage boys, uh, horny and misconfused. <laughs> misconfused is the misconfused. right word. Misconfused. So, uh, XXX was the uh, the game that uh, it was supposed to be the sequel to Dave Mera. And then he didn't like the game and then he bounced from the game, basically. And then he was like, I don't want this. And then they made their own thing. And they made it the dark. Yeah. So, there was Matt Hoffman, <laughs> Tony Hawk and Kelly Slater that all belonged. Basically, felt like the same engine that they just repurposed with different games. And it was all fun. And then we also liked the alternatives that came with him. And then Dave Media was the one that came. And then the sequel was supposed to be Dave Media 2. But then they wanted to add too much story. It's And that's how I feel about uh, Tony Oak's Wasteland stuff. It's like, yo, you guys are adding too much story to the thing. You're making us do stupid stuff now. <laughs> and then, like, just let me skate. <laughs> anyway, and then they came up with BMXXX where you l- could literally like become anything you want and they put you in this weird like there was strippers in a bicycle game 
<laughs> Actually, it makes sense, but that's another story. Um, but then the thing of it wasn't. Yeah, it was just silly things. You could do the tricks, and the missions was like you must collect money so you can spend it on strippers. What? <laughs> what game needed us to do things like this? Um, so I think I have a memory of this because I had like a copied game of like that Matt Hoffman, that Dave Murray, and that this one, that those three, and like yeah, it was just like okay, yeah, we have these three games, let's try. <laughs> and then also the um, the ragdoll effect was also dope. Because you just, it's the thing of the body would just move very weirdly as you fell. And you go, yeah, I want to see people get pain. <laughs> and then, um, but my game of the year is Burnout 2. Burnout yeah. 2 is a an iconic smash it game because you go, sometimes I just want to crash. I don't want to race. I don't want to win. I just want to cause havoc in the city. And they had a game that was EA, so they had an amazing soundtrack. Everything bangers. Um, I think my game was on. Was I think my game was on either on two or on three? I'm not sure. Yeah, Re- research that. incoming. We will do the research. That is the yeah. And, and then the that thing of it was also a, a racing game that was a multiplayer, but not a racing multiplayer. It was a score that you had to set up. Oh, it was like demolition and yeah. stuff like so that. So you basically hit a ramp, you fly into traffic, and you could slowly move the car around, and traffic must crash into you. And whoever can set the biggest crash score, that's how you won. Uh, that was also core memory of a great game that was single player and multiplayer with one controller and great music. Yeah. Burnout 2, amazing. Thank do, you, Burnout 2, for all you've given us. Do you know what I liked about it so much? No? Is like, it kind of reminded me of Carmageddon and yeah. Distraction Derby. Like, but with like normalness. Yes. It was like grounded. Like we never got, we actually haven't had like, uh, uh, like a distractive racer, like a liquor distractive yeah. racer in a long time. But like Burnout was, and like that liquor balance of both. And it was like, if you wanted to race, you can just race. And it was also arcade. That's the other yeah. thing. It felt like you can just pick up and play. It yeah. wasn't the thing of, so now I need to change my tires. Yeah, I must get the license first. <laughs> I must do this stuff. You know, just let me pick up the game and play. I just want to cause, I have 10 minutes to play games. That's the other thing. <laughs> that was in a time where you only your parents only gave you so much time to play. <laughs> you co- I can't go play. That's what Final Fantasy makes me so jazz. <laughs> I can't sit for hours. I only have 10 minutes to play games. Let me play a game now quickly. So I feel like Burnout 2 gave me the burst of gaming that I needed in a small time. It was also like for like us as brassive because it's like, yeah, man must give off now. Yeah. You can't sit for long. You can't sit for long. Man must give off. And um, yeah, obviously, uh, honorable mentions these times places too, but we can't, I feel like we spoke about that enough, but burnout two is the main. So just quickly, so the the soundtrack for burnout two it seemed like a, almost a generic soundtrack. Burnout three is when the songs came the, in. Okay, yeah. in my bad. Yeah, uh, but again, EA, thank you. Sometimes I do things right, but yeah, for for me, so I'm gonna go into mine. So for my honorable mentions, I'm gonna go Warcraft three. Because we played a lot of Warcraft 3 at Java Cafe. Yeah. So an internet cafe. So we could go land there. You spend, I can't remember how much it was for like an hour. And then we just go sit there and drink. I actually can't remember the money, how much things costed then. For it was that. cheap. It, it was cheap by today's standards. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, cost of living and those things. And like you you didn't have access to your money. Like you had to ask for yeah. money. So but, th- but it was cheap for like. What we were doing as Brasser, man. That's also true. Like, you go there, you you spend like an hour there. You know, it's all the Brasser. You're going to go put truck there. It's a liquor time. You're going to move somebody for like being too good. <laughs> it's jazz. Yeah. Okay. And then the other one is Lord of the Rings, the two towers. This one of like a better movie times. It, it was really? like, yeah, it was like a, a liquor fun, like action RPG. It was like. Not RPG, RPG. You just ran through the levels, mooring the orcs and stuff. Fun times. But my game of the year, we don't speak about enough. And this time split is too. Oh, man. We always speak about it. (laughs) Yeah, and I think, like, for me, time split is too. We spent a lot of time playing. Like, it's a game that had a just single-player campaign. Like, and it was touted as, like, a multiplayer console shooter. So you go, to have, like, such a solid story mode still you know you get games today that they have like a four hour story and then you're like nah this is kind yeah you get like a full game 
and then you still get a super just multiplayer the, experience. The thing about what made the multiplayer was that different. Firstly, we had a multi-tap and we had people that could play, but also is that they had 20 bots. Yes. So it's so a lot of the other games when it came to multiplayer, you're like four people. Now you've only got four bots, and that like mm. made the whole games much smaller. It made it smaller. This just gave mass, and that I think was actually the uh, a big uh, deciding factor. And I also think like one of my favorite things about it was you could customize the difficulty of the bots. Yeah. So you could be like, yeah, it's like four that are hard. Yeah, it's like too easy. Now you're dying, and and you're like the two, like the easy brass above you, and you're like. Nah, Owens, I can't come lost. Freeting you. I can't come lost. And then also the characters had different abilities also. Yeah. Which was also a nice thing. Like some of them were shorter, some of them were taller. They, they could jump more, those kinds of things. So again, it gave you like almost, you could personalize your experience. Yeah. And like what kind of player you want to be in the game. And because the game was based about time travel, another just thing was they had weapons from all over. So yeah. you had classic like revolvers, but then you had like laser rifles and things like that. And it just made it fun. Um, and the and characters were fun also. The, 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 it was just like fun. It was like humor. You know, I, I thought about it no? and it was like, it kind of brought party elements into like a shooter. Yeah. Because you could also customize your own maps and game modes and things like that. And yeah, we spent a lot of time playing this game, like years literally playing this game. Is, is it a it's a Valve game, right? Is it? No, it's um it's IDOS, I think. Okay. I don't know why like I I almost I cuz I never played I literally never played it. Same. Uh, time splitters. I've never touched it. Um but I've got like uh, I equated it with Valve. I now that I said it out loud it definitely isn't. Are you not thinking of uh, Team, Team Fortress? Fortress? That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, shit, man. It's yeah. a, it's a very similar Sort of like we must design. We must field. find a way to go through our, to all of us to play all of our games of the years. We must do that and yeah. find a way to like stream it or even just have the experience of playing all four of us playing time splitters four players. Yeah. So it's, isn't there is it is there they never like port like you can't play it on modern consoles or what? There's no, no version. So so I think what happened was so it's published by IDOS and de- developed by Free Radical. But mm. I think what happened was like the rights were sold off somewhere. And so now it's like just hanging in limbo. But wasn't there something recently like about uh, one of the devs said that they're working on like they, were, yeah, they got the rights back or something or there was somebody's working on a new version? That's cool. Yeah, I think there, there was something about it. I'm not sure. But you see, I don't know if they could compete with they, Fortnite now. I don't, I don't think they can Overwatch, compete. I, I, I feel like Overwatch would... Uh, yeah. Overwatch isn't doing great. Overwatch like Apex, too. No. Apex and Valorant Ape, they have yeah. like similar stuff. I think like what they need to do is just focus on like what they did then in trying to capture like a more casual shooter yeah. feel. Because mm. that's what, what worked for us. Yeah. It didn't feel like Counter-Strike or, mm. or Quake where it felt like competitive. It was like silly and fun. Yeah. yeah. Also losing didn't feel bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like now everybody that plays... Everybody that plays online, they become like competitive. With the, yeah, they become toxic online with regard to like they study the game, they know the tricks, they know the, and they, yeah. the point is like to wipe you out and not have fun. But again, that might be online multiplayer compared to in room multiplayer. Yeah, but I, I feel like this, like I just had that magic, but it was it was fun. It was. Well, we could play it though. Brad has a multi tap. Brad has a multi tap. I got a multi tap. I don't know if it works, but I've got you one. PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah, it's right there on the desk in front of you. One right here. This also, works. Also have yeah, one. that works. Yeah. Okay. Do you have the game? I don't have the game. No, I can get we the will, game. We'll then get we the can game. play on my PS Two because yeah. I have the yeah. memory card thing. Can we? Then we can we play. We will make a session. But do you have a way to record what is, we play? Is the PlayStation chipped? No. I have the I have the thing, the memory card thing for my PS Two. Okay, quite. And I can just download the game. We will make it. Allegedly, I can get my own ROM. That. I made a copy of legally and I can put it on my <laughs> for this for the sake of the, <laughs> of the professionalism of this podcast. or if someone listening has a copy of the game for PS2 and yeah, a mu- and a multi tap that you want to Yeah. Up. I actually want no, we need I, controllers also that's the other thing we must get. I think I've got 3 we just need one more. Yeah. I have I one but I, it's I a bit I think <laughs> Yeah, I feel like yeah, busted is the, is the state of a PlayStation 2 controller. <laughs> we have controllers in our name bro. We don't have controllers. <laughs> we can we can make it work. We can definitely make it work. We must track it for, for the old time's sake. But yeah, I think like, yeah, we just spent 
Dat vraagt time playing it and I have good memories of it and that's why it's my game of the year. My experience with Time Splitters 2 is it's in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, it's what Ed plays like he's lying on the couch. That's that's my only experience yeah. with it. Like my friends used to have it on their, uh, going back to the twins, James and Luke, who had the GameCube yeah. and the PS2. They used to have Time Splitters 2 and I used to watch it every now and then, but like never they they were obsessed with it i think everyone who played it was like obsessed yeah. with it yeah yeah because yeah. it was especially if you had like a little group of friends to drink with, yeah. then you were like nah i need i need to drink and it's like it worked out for us because like of the multi-tap also. We, we were also like six people yeah so okay. it means that you you had to play yeah two, you two just wanted to be the top two so you can play a game but when you got knocked out you go i'll still watch it as well so there was something worth playing for which is a fun yeah then, then the other two that was sitting out of was he chirping you and you're like yo shut up i'm trying i'm trying, <laughs> just to, trying to get there so we have uh, some questions that you guys have uh, posted in the comment sections let's go through them okay so ad asked how do you turn a non-gamer into a gamer asterisk i'm referring to myself smiley face um, I think it's a thing of just find basic games that click. Yeah. I, I would go like one step further. If you have like your brasser and you can find like a, a game that you can track with your brasser. Yeah. That mm. always makes it like better. You feel that like the, the core memories. It's what we just talked about. The, the core memories, memories will catch you. Yeah. It, it adds that level. Also just like find whatever is something that you interested in. Like if it's like something that you're obsessed with, like if you love Lord of the Rings, look for a Lord of the Rings game. If you enjoy it, you'll play that game forever. Or if you enjoy managing stuff, look for like a sim game, like theme park kind of a thing. Just find, like look at what you care about, find and it in the game, and then you'll, you'll get into gaming like that. Do your taxes. Or, I mean, my thing was, I, I commented on, on that and I, I, I gave a lot of like story-based games. Because I find like story-based games, even non-gamers who watch story-based games or watch a gamer play a story-based game, they're invested in it. And then they might want to pick up the controller and play. So like I did mention The Last of Us, which I know isn't an easy game by any stretch, yeah. but like something like The Last of Us uh, or Telltale's The Walking Dead. Because that's more like a point and click uh, mm, game. Yeah. Um, Wolf Among Us also that's a nice one. If you, I never played that actually, so I, I can't. I can't recommend us. that. It's but it's really the same. Good. It's Telltale and the Batman yeah. game. The Telltale Batman yeah. games mm. was so good. Any Telltale game actually, very very. Uh, it's a, it's very a nice good way gateway game. Speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. Just find what what you enjoy and then drink as much as you can. Um, okay, Galax three one six asks, "Bra, who's garage you in?" <laughs> Who says we're in a garage? Huh? Huh? We're in... It's Brad's garage, okay? That is what... Brad doesn't allow us into the house. He says... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very, very 1993 of me, but like... He lets us sit on this side of the room also. <laughs> we have our own cups when we come here. We can't, we, we, it's little metal cups that he gives us. <laughs> you can't see me behind the camera, but I'm sitting on like a lovely sofa. And like, <laughs> you also can't see that Brad is red at the moment. <laughs> what embarrassment. Now we're in Brad's garage and this is where the magic happens. <laughs> We've been shooting here since season season one in the yeah. corner, and, basically and where I'm sitting right now. Actually, me and Brad have worked together and it's always been in the garage. That's true. That's <laughs> For what's it, seven years now. The other day there was a memory on Facebook, seven years since our first episode of The Walking, of the walking Dead. <laughs> the walking noise. We worked together on The Walking Dead and The Weekly Noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, you know, while already, you're this long time. So you, you, they have a thing for garages. So just, if you have a liquor garage, just invite them. All music is garage music if you listen to it in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joey Joe asked, who played cards at Stadium on Main all those years back? It's me. I played cards there. I was there for Pokemon. You I were just there po for Just Pokemon. And then after that, I was like, I'm Then you're out. <laughs> I never went. I was too scared because it just looked intimidating because it's like, you know, like when you see, when you see like, like if you see, you sometimes look at a nerd and you're like, this bra is like too nerdy for me to like interact with because that's I was going to like quiz me on something or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, I, I like to do stuff for fun. And the people that were there just looked like they could not play the game for fun. Like I looked like they took the things too seriously. <laughs> so I never went there with you here. Also, I only had like one, I had like a base deck. I didn't, I could never like get any boosters or anything. So it's like, you can't pull up there with a base deck. 
So I yeah, was scared. Of, I was scared friend. of people like Shadley. <laughs> <laughs> this man went to like the least intimidating place and got intimidated. But also the thing of he thinks that. I feel like you played Pokemon too much because you felt like every time you're going to encounter someone, it's a battle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I lock eyes, they're going to walk up to me and be like, let's hey, battle. Let's battle. I still live my life like that. <laughs> um, no, the, the, yo, here's the badges from, this is Brad's badges. I might have bought them. Okay. <laughs> Corruption. Stolen Valor. I'll take it. Stolen Valor, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon during the time of Stadium and Wayne was uh, a great time in the world. That's uh, also cool memories we speak. Cool, cool memories, yeah. bro. I used I to play Yu-Gi-Oh, Shadley. Yeah, I played Yu-Gi-Oh there. Yeah, for like yo, years. So we used, to, yo, we used to make the small children cry also. No? <laughs> so then Tofik used to, used to, so Tofik always used to add like banging cards like, and then he would, <laughs> so we'd set it up and then he'd go, <laughs> Guys, I'm looking for a Diglett. I only have a Charizard, a shiny Charizard, whoever Diglett. And then all the children would just start like mauling, going through the cards, throwing the shit around to look for a Diglett. <laughs> and then I would just run there with a Diglett and go, yeah, I got it. And then we all go like, no, but I have one. What if I give you this? And then you just see children would start crying. Yo. And then we'd be like, ah, sorry, we made the trade already. And then I just walk out. <laughs> and then, um, they, yeah, people used to come with fake cards. That used to be a thing. People used to come with... Um, like unknown cards also because it's yeah. like someone used to like import for someone like the Chinese cards. Yeah, what so does this mean? A, do you know what's funny in there is like you'd get those imported cards the, but they're real imported but then people are like nah it's fake you don't get that. <laughs> yeah. You're like what? And you'd have to like play someone and beat them and then with enough stamps, the stamps and then you get the badge. And, and a promo card. Yeah and then we'd also use corruption there because I'd play against Shadley or every other person and they go you're going to take this one do you need the stamp okay you okay, take the stamp it's fine nice. and then we just run through and everybody gets enough stamps but, right so, but Tofik was also a gym leader so like he also used to couple us more stamps yeah, so was so my two stamps if you will so you guys were the people that Said was scared of gang gang 100% <laughs> yeah. we were a syndicate I used to play at Grand West uh, I never went to stay with Maine because I'm a northern suburb yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Grand West and there was there was one day like in Canal Walk's infam- in- yes. infancy that we could play in the center court there. Um, and myself and my friend, we would like always, we, we just wanted the free like promo cards, um, but they wouldn't give it to us. They're like, you got to play. And we're like, I don't want to play. Like, just give us the free promo <laughs> cards. Yeah. <laughs> also the thing of there were people that played and then there were people that played like technical, like yeah. with decks and stuff, like proper, like thought out decks. And then there were also people that just collected and all three those groups hated each other. <laughs> a couple Equally. of a couple of years ago at Tiger Valley, Battle Bunker put on a, a like a, a Pokemon gaming day kind of thing, and uh, I just took my deck. I was like, I'd now just recently gotten back into Pokemon. This was three, four years ago, I think. So I, b- I brought my deck with me, and then there was like this kid there, and like I was just like, "What's up, man? Do you want to want to have a game?" The tables were all set up. He's like, "Sure," and. The 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 like the the owner of Battle Bunker looked at me and he's like, "You're about to get fucked up, man. Like, you, you don't understand." And I'm like, "That's fine. And we're just playing for playing for fun, whatever." This kid was he smashed me, like, yo. And I was just like, I, I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. It was, yeah, but it was a lot of fun actually to like get out and play in like a like a even if it's a friendly tournament. They all got some lack of free promo cards. Pokemon sends a lot of stuff down to South Africa That's for nice. these things, and there's there's one happening very soon that we should maybe go to. Yeah, uh, in Durbanville, it's it's like a free play day. Pokemon sends a lot of free stuff. Um, I think it's happening at Durbanville Games. Um, set it, it happens if, every now and then. So if you pull yeah. it, we will come. We'll yeah, man. set it up. Yeah, that's all the questions we have for today. If you have you more must, questions, you must you must send them. Send your questions, then we'll answer them here yeah, on the podcast. Anything else, said? Nah, I'm alright. Brad, do you have anything else, said? No, I'm just uh, excited for the weekend. We've got an Austrian man staying with us for the we- for the weekend and next week. It's going to be quite fun. A lot of beer drinking. Yeah, and that's my stereotype. He, <laughs> he might still be here next week, and then maybe we can have him on the podcast. He used to play video games a lot. Uh, guest on, guest on, guest. Yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, we'll put subtitles on for when he's speaking, but. Uh, I, I actually just want to have a chilled weekend and play some games because, like, the last few weeks, life is coming at me fast. So I Yo, just, in two weeks time it's going to come at you faster. <laughs> Ramadan. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've got a question. Yes. What is a cool PS5 or PS4 game but like that captures the essence of the PS2 platforming days? Let's let's ignore Astro's Playroom because oh. I've been playing Jack and Daxter but I want something modern oh. but feels the same and I've been Googling it and like I just can't find something 
I can't find I, something. I, I need to do some research. Yeah, we're going to cut that clip and we're going to put that out. Yeah. What PS4 and PS5 game feels like a PS2? As a warm PS2 game. The platformer specifically though, like Jack and Daxter and stuff like that. Because Kenna Bridge of Spirits, I've mentioned it before. And Ratchet? Can't, Ratchet's but, a good call actually. But, but, but Ratchet's but, more gunplay and like... It's I've, very much a franchise or so, so it's been yeah. built up to the... Mm. I want something that almost feels a bit like basic. You know what I mean? Just jumping, collecting orbs, going to the next thing, fighting mm. a boss. Kenya Bridge of Spirits feels a bit like that to me. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe someone out there can give me give me a hand because I've for that. Yeah, been loving playing the platformers again. Well, I'm just here. I don't. The thing is, I don't. I'm going. I'm doing Kaka and Ka in like a month's time, I think, and I don't know who's there. So I don't know people that live and go to Kaka Inka or where, wherever it is in the world. So if you guys are in the area when Kaka Inka happens, you can come through to my show. I'm doing a one-man show. They concentrate. Again, I'm just putting this out into the world because I don't know who exists in that space. Anyway. Where every, is it? Like, you must like, tell us like where. Klein like, Karuk. Like national Kunstafias. There's it. Yeah, all like, the letters. Where is it happening? The what area? In the Klein Karu. Um, I don't know where that is. Where Karu is like not as big. Yeah, <laughs> it's a smaller <laughs> version. It's a smaller of it. one. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to the big one, no, then you're in the wrong place. If you guys are in the Karu. Stick it. <laughs> you must do like a test at every show. Just be like Gert, and then see if someone's like, yeah, because there will be. There will be. Just gonna say like Afrikaans names and go. It's just stereotypes. That's in Outsuren. Yeah. If you guys are in the Ocho Ring side, uh, stick it, I have a show in... Uh, yeah, maybe Yasin will give you something if you're there. We don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll give out stuff. I'm going to go with uh, stickers, I'll say, and give you scooters. Find it, find it. Or I'll give find you a cold. It depends how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening to uh, Coffee and Control. It's Game of the Year 2002. I'm Yasin Barnes. I'm Saeed. I'm Charlie Desai. Hello, I'm Brad. It's bye. 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 See you next time.